and this is something interesting for you so witnessing the success of this program i actually decided to implement this in schools in pakistan upon my return because i really like this initiative <laughs> yeah that's amazing yeah 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 because i really want our children you know to get to know about the diverse cultures from all around the world and like this we can foster a deeper understanding and create a more interconnected and harmonious society Welcome to the Global Minnesota Podcast, connecting, informing, and engaging Minnesota with the world. Our mission is to advance international understanding and engagement in every corner of the state. We do this with a variety of programs, including our public events, K-12 education programs, great decisions discussion groups, and professional exchanges. To learn more, visit our website, globalminnesota.org. I'm Nicholas Hayen, Marketing and Communications Manager for Global Minnesota. On today's episode, we are once again highlighting one of my favorite programs here at Global Minnesota, Classroom Connection. Classroom Connection is part of Global Minnesota's K-12 education programs and brings the world to classrooms all over Minnesota. International visitors, many of whom are students at local universities, teach sessions on their country's history, culture, and language in a fun and interactive format that sparks the curiosity of our youngest learners. These lessons are unique to each class and can be conducted either virtually or in person. There is no fee to participate, and Global Minnesota staff handle all the logistics for visitor placement and travel. So to learn more and get your classroom signed up, visit globalminnesota.org education. And on today's episode, we're speaking with two Classroom Connection volunteers from Pakistan and the teachers from these classes. Hanin Saif and Marzia Salim are two of this year's Humphrey Fellows and have volunteered at Ann Sullivan Elementary School in the first grade classes of Whitney Newbauer and Amanda Davey. These students had a fantastic time learning about the culture, languages, and music of Pakistan. So Marzia, Whitney, and Amanda have all joined to talk about their experiences in Minnesota with the Classroom Connection program. Unfortunately, Hanin was not able to join us today as of this recording, but uh, we'll look to try to get her on a future episode. So welcome to the podcast, everyone. Thank you. Hi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. First, Marzia, could you tell us just a little bit more about yourself and uh, what is your professional background and what are you learning as part of the Humphrey Fellowship? Yes, sure. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm really, really grateful to you for providing me this wonderful opportunity for sharing my experience as a volunteer of Classroom Connection. Uh, well, I'm a civil servant from Pakistan and I have been serving in the district administration for about eight years as the provincial government's chief representative for translating policy decisions, supervising and coordinating all line departments. My most recent position was additional deputy commissioner Rawalpindi, and it involved supervising a district of about 2.1 million population. So my position directly contributes to a positive change in the community by improving the quality of uh, public services uh, through efficient administration. As far as my Humphrey Fellowship is concerned, I aim to learn about U.S. gender policy programs for the advancement of marginalized communities and differently able persons. And I also aim to learn about data analytics and digitizing public services to advance the service delivery and improve Pakistan's position on sustainable development goals. That's very cool and quite an impressive resume. So I mean, we're definitely glad to uh, to have you here in Minnesota and and to sharing a little bit of your experiences, um, especially in Classroom Connection. Now, I'm sure, of course, you're not getting into uh, the intricacies of data analytics with the students, but um, are there some other uh, experiences from your background that have helped you in your Classroom Connection uh, teaching? 
Oh, yeah, uh, because I was always interested in doing some of the um, community work and, you know, making a connection with the, with the students. So even in Pakistan, when, whenever I used to have like free time, I, I always try to, you know, make bonds with the students. So that's what I try to uh, do here also. And one of the aspects was sharing my culture with these students. And it was just phenomenal for me. Hey, Swinney and Amanda, how did you decide to pursue a career in teaching in Minnesota? Uh, for me, it started with AmeriCorps. When I graduated from Hamlin University in St. Paul, I uh, wasn't sure what I wanted to do yet. So I signed up for AmeriCorps and got placed at Sullivan and did two years there and then decided to go back to school to get my master's in teaching license and stayed at Sullivan for the next almost 10 years as I got closer to becoming a classroom teacher and finally landed a job. So that's how I got into it. That's great, Winnie. Amanda, what do you, how about you? Yeah, I have kind of a long um, winded answer to this, I guess. I've pretty much been in education my whole career. Uh, my mom was educator in public schools and I was a preschool teacher for a while. And then I came to Ann Sullivan and I came to Ann Sullivan School in Minneapolis with the mission to kind of integrate myself in uh, inner city school. I came from a very small town uh, growing up and I really wanted to, you know, immerse, immerse myself in a different culture and a different, a different education setting, I guess. And uh, I loved it. And eventually I decided I wanted to get my teaching license. So I went to the University of Minnesota and uh, got my master's and my teaching license. And I've taught fourth grade for three years in Minneapolis Public Schools. And this is my first year teaching first grade. So now I'm back at Ann Sullivan School and I'm loving it again. So that's really exciting. Uh, how did you both hear about the Classroom Connection program then? And what really made you interested in participating? I was kind of thrown into it my first year. It was, uh... My first year as like a building sub for Sullivan and they had lost one of their first grade teachers. So I had to step in before I ended up being the classroom teacher. And as I was subbing, we had the program begin in our classroom. And so I didn't know anything about it. But after I met Sylvia, the I don't I believe she's the program manager. Once I met Sylvia and she kind of explained what's going on and she was so prepared and um, I met my first guest. Uh, it was just so much fun. And I knew right away that it was an excellent choice to have in our classrooms. Um, and that was in 2019. So unfortunately, the pandemic affected the next two years. But then in 2022, and then again, this year with Marzia, uh, we got brought back again. And I fall in love with it every year when we get our new guest. Um, it's definitely one of the kids' favorite parts of the school year. When I, my first year of teaching, that my fellow coworker, the other fourth grade teacher, he had um, done this classroom connection before. He thought it was a great experience. And so I kind of just blindly went into it and I realized how great it was and I've wanted to do it every year since. So it's been, it's been a really great opportunity and I hope that I can continue to do it every year. Well, we're certainly looking forward to continuing it year after year. Uh, I know Sylvia is, she's very excited about that. Um, and I imagine that this really helps too with kind of broadening your your international focus with your students, wouldn't you say? We have a lot of guests um, 
depending on the school year, um, again, after the pandemic, it, it lessened a little bit, but um, we don't always get that diverse array of guests or people who we can kind of bridge a lot of connections with our East African students. And so it's really fun to see all the little light bulbs and connections happening with most of our students. And for some of our students, it's completely new and they're learning brand new things and sparking that curiosity and interest in them. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah, last year I had a very diverse classroom. I mean, every year has been pretty diverse, but last year was students that spoke, there was like seven different first languages in my classroom. Wow. And yeah, it was pretty amazing. And um, so I had students from Indonesia and a lot of students from East Africa. I had some students from Ecuador, some um, students from Afghanistan, Brazil. And it was really neat because my students were really like we constantly had conversations about the world because that was just what their experiences were and so i think classroom connections really played into that really well and i remember conversations that we would have as a class where you know you ask a question of the day during morning meeting like one of the questions was what's something you wish you could do or if you had one wish in the world what would you choose you know and a lot of times those conversations came back to, I wish I could speak Pashto or I hmm. wish that I could visit Indonesia, you know, yeah. because they really wanted that to learn part of their friend's culture and be able to relate to them and converse with them. Um, so that was really neat to see. That's so cool. Yeah, that's and that's exactly what we want to get out of the program is as as Whitney, as you said, to to really spark that curiosity that you know so many so many children just naturally have. I know my two daughters are naturally very curious, sometimes almost too curious. Um, and being able to to harness that and to help them to understand the rest of the world. Well, what I can say is there's no thing such thing as too curious, because that's what I love about this program, and is because that's actually like my educational philosophy is to encourage students to be more curious and to really encourage them to be lifelong learners. And I really like how this is a chance for me to kind of showcase that to my students because I can learn from people that come into my classroom and show the students that, hey, I'm your teacher, but I'm learning as well. I'm an adult and I'm learning just like you are, you know. And it really amplifies like the skills that our students have already because it's showing them, look, you're bilingual. Like, I don't think they realize how much of a gift it is that they, so many of the kids in our classrooms are dual learners already and many of us aren't. And so it's like, we're picking up on their language every day to connect with them. And so for them to see someone else who can speak two or more languages, it's, and showing them how amazing that is. It's like, yeah, we don't want you to lose lose that we want to encourage that and amplify that and I would add on to this that this was really a, I mean it was really a truly an enriching experience for me because like sharing my culture with a student especially um, uh, Whitney would know that when I shared the breathtaking landscapes of my capital city, Islamabad. Oh my God, it was a moment filled with pure joy. And uh, I could witness the children's battle, their excitement and their expressions of eagerness to, you know, somewhat visit my city. And then, then they were genuinely interested and, you know, they were highly enthusiastic in exploring places, you know, 
uh, more like my capital. And then, yes, one thing that's very um, close to me that during our final session, uh, the students' overwhelming welcome, it, it remains etched in my heart because they, they just, when I entered into the classroom, they just rushed to greet me with hugs and, and it was like genuine warmth. Beautifully, yeah. it highlighted the strong connections that we had, you know, and through our cultural exchanges. So, but, you know, and then uh, there was this uh, heart. A gesture which was a specially crafted card and it expressed their deep affection and longing for our time together to continue and you know this actually remains a treasured memory for me that's what we love to see is those types of connections that people can forge with people all around the world so uh whitney amanda how has your experience been uh you know how did the students feel about these visits um definitely like their favorite things ever <laughs> they still talk about marzia um every year it's definitely a treasured experience and it's one of those long lasting ones that at the end of the school year when you're reflecting on what was your favorite parts of um your first grade experience they definitely talk about um our guests from the other countries and our classroom connections and it's also i love the connections they make and they take home with them um i shared this with marzia one of our students went home and out of plato made a pakistan flag and her mom sent a photo of it to me and was like, oh, this is what our uh, daughter is working on at home tonight. Like, what's this about? And I, so I explained to the mom that we had our guest from Pakistan. And so uh, they're just making a lot of memories and it's helping a lot with their background knowledge. We're starting our geography and mapping unit uh, when we come back from winter break. And I can already tell that they're gonna have some background knowledge thanks to uh, Marzia. So. Yeah, my, my students really, really enjoyed um, having Hanin in our class. They were really sad when her time was end, where it was done. <laughs> they were like, when is Hanin going to come back? And I said, no, we're all done with that. They're like, what? You know, they were really sad. Um, they weren't going to see her again. So they developed some really uh, uh, close connections there. I think they really just like this opportunity to learn about other people and they can ask questions. They just, they love asking questions and they love when people are so honest and open about their lives. Yeah. Do you find that they're less uh, anxious or learning about other people and cultures after these visits? Yeah, they, they're definitely very approachable. I mean, I don't know if it's just the first grader inside of them who's just approachable, but I do find that it helps them to want to ask more questions about all sorts of topics that we're learning about, um, different religions, different abilities and things like that. Um, and so I think it definitely sparked how to ask questions. I think that was really helpful too. Cause when we start first grade, you're just in this little tiny classroom bubble. And then once we, we usually in the beginning of the year do the classroom connections. Then after that, it's like, oh, I can think so much broader and about all yeah. these different areas. Cause we learned about Marzia's country, her flag, the geography, the religion, the cultural norms, the attire that they wear. And so then they're asking me questions, like they didn't even ask their teacher those questions, you know, but mm -hmm. after our classroom connection, they're like, wait, I wanna know about more about you now. And I don't, like, I don't got much to give you guys, but this <laughs> is what you get, but um, it's kind of fun. That's great. And I guess uh, just question to all of you, what's something you wish everyone knew about classroom connection or just about teaching other cultures in the classroom in general? It's just the most positive and joy-filled experience. So it and it's fulfilling and 
It's just positive. Everyone should do it. I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, I agree. More schools should be doing it if they're not doing it. And I hope we definitely have a many more years of this because I can't imagine um, not having the conversations that we've had. Um, Cause it's a, it's a good thing to do. Yeah. And I think back to my, my own childhood and my public school upbringing in a small town I, we never had anything like this. And when I went to college, I was kind of like, you know, I had been in my little, little bubble, you know, and I remember I kind of learned a lot quickly. And I think about how, how much I would have really appreciated something like this in my own first grade or fourth grade classroom when I was a kid and how much I would have learned and want and how much curiosity I would have had about it and really probably would have propelled me to educate myself because of it. We educate myself more, be interested in it more than I already was, you know? So yeah, first of all, I'd really like to, you know, give credit and give appreciation to Global Minnesota for conceiving this program and then implementing it in true spirits. Because I truly think that by integrating these cultural exchange programs into our schools, we can broaden our children's perspectives, instill a sense of curiosity about the world and promote empathy and global citizenship. So it's an opportunity to cultivate a generation that values diversity, celebrates differences, and embraces the richness of our cultures worldwide. And this is something interesting for you. So witnessing the success of this program, I actually decided to implement this in schools in Pakistan upon my return, because I really like this initiative. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really want our children, you know, to get to know about the diverse culture cultures from all around the world and like this we can foster a deeper understanding and create a more interconnected and harmonious society yeah that's awesome Arzia. yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then so we'll, cool. we'll hold a one podcast from pakistan when i'll implement this initiator <laughs> yes yes yeah that sounds so great no that's that's amazing i couldn't have said it better myself and i think that really ties into kind of what you were alluding to whitney where um you know, that we're really just creating the space for children to to connect with people from other cultures and to learn and to to learn for themselves, you know, from people actually from these these places and to kind of form their own opinions and ideas and, and connections. And that's what's so positive about the program. And I think that's what really works about it. I guess lastly to Marzia, uh, what is something that you wish everyone knew about Pakistan? Yeah, so I truly wish that everyone knew about the mesmerizing beauty of Pakistan landscapes the richness of our delicious cuisine and the unmatched hospitality ingrained in our culture because it leaves an indelible mark on those who experience it. Yeah, that's what I hear from all of our visitors. It's yeah. just you know, the amazing hospitality, you know, the, the beautiful scenery, the food, the culture, all these great things that, you know, maybe sometimes get overlooked. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just there to host you all waiting for you. Like Marcia, even for me, it's what's so great about this Global Connections program is is getting rid of that first picture or first thought that might come to someone's head when they're listening. Like I had um, guests from Romania and Romania is kind of like a blank spot. Like, I don't know what it looks like. I don't know anything about it. And now when someone's talking about that culture right away, I have um, my own connections to it. And same with Pakistan. I didn't know much. I didn't have much background information on that. And I'm 31 years old, you know, so now I have a clear idea and so if a conversation with 
even in my own life comes up about Pakistan. Like I have so many wonderful things I can say about it because of just meeting you and conversing with you. So thank you for that. And also like you should totally be a teacher because you are amazing and you were like excellent with the students. Like you had, you had just like, <laughs> you are a light in the classroom. So you did such a great job with them. Thank you. Coming this from you really means a lot to me. I felt the same with Hanin. Hanin was just a natural as well in the classroom. Yeah, and I think that's exactly why we're here is to help to break down those barriers and those preconceived notions. Because, you know, kind of like, as you were saying, Whitney, we we tend to come into these topics with just some ideas of, of what a certain country is like, or it's really great to break down those barriers and to really form a much deeper understanding of a country and its people. It's just that, you know, um, I would really like to say that the whole team of the Global Minnesota, they are so supportive, they are so cooperative, and, you know, they are so forthcoming, because they, Sylvia, especially Sylvia, you know, she, she's the champion, because she was the one, you know, managing all the schedules, even giving us the rides, giving us the pick and drop. So, you know, that's, that really means a lot to us, you know, because making this all easier for us, it, it's, it's such a great deal. Yeah, it's definitely a very organized program. Um, and it doesn't add more to it, the teacher's plates, which is nice because a lot of teachers want to do all the wonderful programs, but it's just like a lot sometimes. But Sylvia did most of the work for us and Marzia, of course, making your presentations. And so it was kind of just giving um, a platform for them or in a space for them to come to, but we didn't have to do much else besides that. So it was kind of, that was kind of nice. <laughs> Yeah, good point, Whitney. The teachers get asked a lot of things. We want to do it all, but we can't. But this, this was a, this is a simple ask, right? It just kind of is seamless. Yes. Yeah, I think that's the nice thing. Is it sounds like it doesn't really add to your workload. If anything, it kind of takes away from it because here is basically three one-hour sections that, for the most part, are taken care of for you. All you have to do is you know, say yes, answer the email and maybe pop onto a quick meeting just to talk about it. And then, you know, Global Minnesota takes care of the rest. Yeah, the students too, um, you know, it's really organized really well the, the hour too, because the students even get some time to do some hands-on activities. So that's important, especially for first graders who can't <laughs> just sit there for the whole hour, you know? So um, that's really nice too. Great. Well, Whitney, Amanda, Marzia, thank you so much for joining uh, and for all you've been doing with Classroom Connection. We really appreciate it. And, um, you know, looking forward to to getting some more people into your classrooms and Marzia getting you into a couple more classrooms in the future, maybe. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much for the opportunity and for having us. And thank you, Marzia, for everything. We miss Aww, you. Thank you, Whitney. <laughs> yes, thank you, Nick. That's all the time we have today. Thanks again to all of our guests for joining and for all the amazing Classroom Connection volunteers and teachers who bring the world to our classrooms. Thanks as always to all the members of Global Minnesota who make our programs possible. Be sure to check out our website at globalminnesota.org to find information about upcoming events, learn more about our international programs, and sign up for our weekly newsletters. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, so you can hear untold stories of international connections each month and catch recordings of our public events. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you soon.